So many conversations are being had in the world of healing and it makes my heart so, so happy. And I'm going to point myself out here because while a lot of content creators, including myself, make healing look like this big happy fest and we just woke up and declared feeling free and feeling happy and healed, kind of like how Michael Scott just declared bankruptcy in the middle of the office. It does not work out that way and healing is a lifelong process. We're all still healing. There is no complete when it comes to healing because you realize that there are some things that you have to, you know, consistently work on just like myself. And again, I'm included in this. So I'm going to be covering four truths about healing that we don't always dig deeper into, but they're important to know on your healing journey, because when you find yourself experiencing this, you want to have support. You want to have someone who knows how it works and someone who understands clearly that healing is not just like looking up at the sky, soaking in all of the beautiful sun rays and just feeling whole and feeling happy. It's a journey and you're going to feel all the emotions on that journey and I want to dig a little deeper into that because maybe you might have started your healing journey and you're like whoa what the what is this like what is happening what's going on right now and in this video I'm going to be talking about some things that I realized on my own journey so that way you know that you're not alone either like it is ugly it is messy but it is definitely needed so let's get right into it Welcome to the Free and Happy Woman Podcast. My name is Teddy. I'm a mind-to-body wellness coach, and my mission is to inspire you to prioritize your health, healing, and happiness. I'm here to remind you that all of this is possible no matter where you are in life. This is the place where you're going to learn how to put yourself first, stop holding yourself back from your own happiness, and get empowered to return home to yourself. Here, we're going to be talking about topics that help you to dig deeper with yourself and create long-lasting emotional healing so that you can create the life that you truly desire. If any of that resonates with you, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'm sending you a great big hug for showing up for yourself today. All right, beautiful soul, let's get started. Number one, I think it's kind of an obvious one. Healing from a toxic relationship is a long and lengthy process. It takes time and patience to understand the emotional and psychological damage that a relationship can cause. But from that understanding, you learn how to lean into your healing. You learn how to move forward. And it's not going to be an easy journey. And you might look at someone else and see like, oh, it didn't take you long to bounce back. It didn't take you long to heal. But one, you don't know what they're masking. You don't always know what, what they're going through. And two, depending on what you have to heal from in that relationship, it's probably going to take you longer than someone who had to deal with, you know, just a couple insults here and there. And we can never discredit our trauma by saying someone else's trauma is smaller or larger than ours or ours is smaller or larger than anyone else's because what affects you a certain way may not affect someone else 
in that same way because we are all different people and certain things affect us differently because we are individuals. So for one thing, you might think that it takes just a couple weeks to heal and bounce back from, but it might take that other person years and vice versa. So you're looking at someone else and saying like, oh, look how great they look. You might be looking at their step 10 and you're on step one of your healing journey, but also take it to consideration that it might take you a little bit longer. So breathe and give yourself some grace. And it also might take you a bit more time to process and it's totally okay. Number two, you're going to have to forgive yourself a lot. Some people tend to think that the only person who needs to receive your forgiveness is that other person who was in the relationship, but that's not true. You also have to forgive yourself. It's important to forgive yourself for any decisions that you made in the relationship or any ways that you've neglected yourself while going through that relationship or going through that experience. And you're also going to have to forgive yourself for any choices that you made before the relationship even came to the present before that relationship manifested physically because there were some steps that happened prior to that relationship. There were some things that happened prior to you getting into that relationship and then the relationship happened. So maybe you were already neglecting yourself before that relationship. Maybe you already did not take time to be alone before that relationship and you jumped into a new relationship or maybe you did not know how to tend to yourself emotionally. So you ended up having like this void or this thing that you needed to fill and then here comes this other person and you fill that void with them so anything that has to do with your choices or your actions before the relationship you're also going to have to forgive yourself for that as well because there's things that lead up to the relationships that we have that are in our control right so think about any ways that you might have neglected yourself or put yourself on the back burner before starting that relationship and give yourself grace, give yourself some patience and learn how to really forgive yourself for, you know, not seeing the signs or forgetting about your own needs, not paying attention to yourself. Don't be hard on yourself, but acknowledge those things. And extend yourself the same amount of grace that you would extend to someone else who might have disrespected you in any kind of way. And I see people tend to put the blame on themselves when the relationship doesn't work out or it goes a certain way. But also acknowledge the fact that, yes, you forgive yourself for the choices that you made, but acknowledge the fact that you're not responsible for everything that happened in a relationship. You're not responsible for another person's toxic behaviors and you're not responsible for the choices that they decided to make in the relationship. Yes, you may have stayed, but it's not your fault for the reason why you got poor treatment in the relationship. Because again, that person played a role and they were conscious in the choices that they were making no matter what happened. And I know, you know, like if something were to happen and there was like a drunken fight or something like that, then someone will be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I wasn't in my right mind. I wasn't thinking, but you still had a conscious choice because you had a conscious choice to drink. And some people drink when they're not in the right state of mind. So yeah, you may have done something inappropriate when you were drunk and you can blame it on not fully being there, but you were fully there before you had the drinks. So 
it's just things like that that I don't like to excuse because I feel like it's a cop out. Like you have a conscious choice no matter where you are in life. And it's important to hold yourself accountable for those things. The highest form of self-love is holding yourself accountable. If you're not holding yourself accountable, you're not fully committed to your growth journey or your healing journey. You have to be honest in the role that you played in breaking your own heart so that you can develop the self-awareness that you need to move on in your journey with grace. Number three, you may need to seek out professional help so that you can work through certain traumas from the relationship and develop healthy coping habits. The stigma around mental health is finally letting up, thankfully. And now is the perfect time to acknowledge that you need help on your journey and there's certain points that you can't get to. There's certain milestones that you can't get to unless you seek out someone else who's knowledgeable on helping you with your journey. Full healing cannot always take place just from journaling and watching a couple videos here and there. It's important to find someone who is knowledgeable and skilled to help you in whatever it is you need help with and help you to replace any old habits or old thought patterns and emotions that you have related to the relationship and change them into new ones. And there's just something about having that accountability from a professional, someone who knows what they're doing that makes a hell of a difference versus asking your homegirl or asking whoever because sometimes it's like the blind leading the blind because they might need help in that area as well and they are not qualified to give you good sustainable information that helps you along your journey. The fourth one is you're never really gonna forget the relationship. It is what it is and that's okay. Getting the relationship out of your head is not really possible nor is it really necessary to be able to heal from it. It is, however, necessary for you to acknowledge it so that way you can be honest about how it made you feel, honest about the pain or the trauma that it caused, and be able to release it. And you can release old feelings, old habits, and old beliefs that you might have picked up from the relationship. And some of those beliefs can be beliefs that you have about yourself that are not true, but because of what someone else said to you or how they treated you, now you're wired to thinking that they're true. Maybe you don't think that you're good enough or because of what you've experienced, you're not worthy of a good and happy, genuine, healthy relationship. And those things can be released when we acknowledge what we picked up about ourselves in that relationship. But the reality is that even though it is your past now, it's still a part of your journey. It still has shaped your ideas or thought processes or habits in some way. And that's okay. But when we come to that self-realization, that self-awareness, that's when we can start healing those feelings, healing those thoughts, creating new behaviors, and it becomes something so beautiful, but we have to be willing to put in the work first. You might catch yourself having a really good day and something just randomly triggers you and it makes you think back to a piece of that relationship or a specific day in that relationship and those feelings start to harbor up as if you're still going through that experience or like you're going through it again. 
But that's because you're never really completely done with your healing. Healing is a lifelong process. So a couple key things that are going to help you through this include learning how to regulate your emotions, breathing through the experience and just allowing it to happen instead of avoiding it and giving yourself a truckload of grace. All of this is just the reality of healing from any unhealthy and toxic relationships. And I want to leave this on a lighter note because finding love after these kinds of relationships is possible. Finding true, pure, genuine love after emotional damage is possible. And you yourself can find joy and genuine happiness after the rain. It does take time and effort because again, healing is a lifelong process and it is not pretty. But you can create new and healthy relationships with new people, whether they're romantic or non-romantic. But it all starts with you first creating that healthy relationship with yourself. Hey, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I truly hope you got some major takeaways from it that you can start using this week. If this episode resonated with you in any way or helped you in any way, share it with someone that you love. And if you share it on social media, don't forget to tag me because I love seeing how what I do impacts people just like you. Please leave a review on the podcast. That will help me out so, so much. And if you want to learn more about how somatic and embodiment practices can help you to deepen your emotional healing journey and create more long-lasting change in your life, be sure to grab Embody Your Healing. This is a free training that I created that goes more into depth on how to utilize these practices and how they can help you to create those changes that you're looking for so that you can finally heal, find your joy, and build the life that you truly desire and deserve. You'll also receive a free guided embodiment practice that will help you to release emotional baggage and feel more love and joy. The link is in the show notes for you, and I can't wait to hear about some of your insights and takeaways from the training soon. I love you so much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you soon.